precious name, we are praying. Amen and amen. Building godly character. Building godly character. We must understand that godly character does not come from above. You must build it. Consciously build it. And since February, we started looking at this series. We trust God that the Lord will keep broadening our view on this topic. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 to 15. Colossians chapter 3, 12 to 15. But put on therefore as the light of God, holy and, and beloved words of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bound of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be thankful. Amen. When we started, we started looking at character. You know, we have had a long break. About two weeks now. Prayer watch took one. Then uh, women's week took another one. So let me, let me do a recap because of this long break. We looked at character. And also we looked at the word godly character. We also looked at things you must know about character. And we have started looking at the positive character traits. And we started looking at honesty, integrity, respectfulness. Which one again did we look at? Respectfulness. We also looked at different kinds of respect. Respect to spiritual authority. Respect to parents, respect for children. We also looked at humility. Then after humility, we looked at compassion. We looked at humility. We looked at compassion. We looked at compassion, yes. Then we now started looking at commitment. Uh, yes, am I correct? Commitment. We have tried those seven. We look at seven characters now. Am I right? Seven characters. We are now in commitment. And we stayed on that day, that was about two weeks ago, before the prayer was that commitment means the willingness in giving our energy, time, and talent to a job or activity, our willingness, our willingness, there must be a willingness in giving our energy, our time, our talent to a job or activity. That is how we define commitment that night. And we also said things we must know about commitment. And we said, we are committed in doing things we must know about commitment. And we said, the level of our commitment to anything in life is the same level of our love for that thing. The level of our commitment to anything in life is the same level of our love for that thing. I also said that anything you are committed to shows that you are passionate about it. Your passion and your commitment must align. I will give you an example. See this young man here. You will know that he has passion for drums. That is why he came on time. Your passion and your commitment must what? They must align. They must align. I also said that night that 
no one can be committed against his areas of interest. That means our interest and commitment goes in the same direction. You cannot be committed against the area of your interest. For example now, if we see a man that is an electrician and is a professional electrician, he cannot, his area of interest will be just how to fix things that are bad in the house, electrically and all that. It cannot be against it. I also said that our level of love for God is the same level of our commitment. And that day we looked at some people that were committed in the scripture. And we started by looking at Esther. In Esther chapter 4, the story of Esther is very unique. The scripture said there was a man called Aman. He had plotted to kill the children of God, the children of God. And the scripture told us that Mordecai sent word to Esther that God has brought you, maybe God has brought you to this place as a time like this so that you can rescue us. And Esther told everyone, go and put on ashes, go and fast and after some days, three days, come back, I will speak to the king. If I perish, that should be chapter verse 16, chapter 4. If I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. She was committed to the cause. She never counted her life. Because there was a law that if the king did not invite you and you show up and the king does not bring out his staff, his scepter of authority, the person will die. So Esther said, pray for me, gather yourself in Susha, fast for me three days and three nights and I will go unto the king and if I perish, I perish. That is great commitment. That is great commitment. Is there anyone in that studio? Okay. I perish. I perish. Thank you, sir. Another man from the scripture we saw that was committed to the cause is Joseph. I'm just doing a recap. Then we'll continue for where we stop. Joseph. Joseph was sold into slavery at his tender age, at his teenage years. And he got to the house of Potiphar. And Potiphar kept everything in his care except the wife. And Joseph was committed to this cause. And one day the scripture told us in Genesis chapter 39 from verse 7 to 9 that this woman was disturbing Joseph day and night. Day and night. Come and sleep with me. Come and lie with me. But Joseph did not succumb. One day, nobody was in the house. And I can just imagine that this woman might have planned it that everybody should disappear. I said, you must lie with me. And the scripture told us that he was with his coat. With his coat, he left it and ran to the window and ran out of the house. One thing Joseph said, he said, my master have not given you to me. My master does not know anything in this house. He has given me the authority. He has committed everything over to me. Look at the scripture verse 8. And he refused and said unto his master's wife, behold my master 
rotted not that he is with know it. Oh, what is that? He should be know it. Not that is in this house and he has committed all that he had to my hand. To my hand. There is none greater in this house than I. Neither that he kept back the things for me but thee. Only you. Because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? In verse 7, please go to verse 7. Verse 7. My master has committed and because the master, verse 8 rather, because the master has committed everything, Joseph was committed to the cause. Was committed to God and was committed to the master. Another person we looked at is Job. Job lost his children in one day. Job lost his business in one day. Job lost his health in one day. Job lost every of his investment in one day. In a single day, he lost everything. But Job was committed to this cause. In Job chapter chapter 2 from verse 9 to 10, the wife was asking Job, will you still keep your integrity? Cause God and die. And in verse 9, he said, why are you speaking like one of these foolish women? Women. Why speak it down like a foolish woman? And in verse 11 or 12, Job said, Job made a statement and he lifted up thy eyes far off and knew him not and lifted up thy voice and wept and they rent everyone his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their head towards heaven. That was in verse 12 when they saw all everything that has happened to Job. But something happened. Job said, I know that my redeemer does what? Live it. Live it. Listen. Things might not go the way we are planning sometimes. The way we have scheduled it, things might not go that way. But there is still a redeemer that does what? That lives it. He lives. We used to sing a song, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Job said, I know he was committed that my redeemer lives. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, our perfect example was committed to this cause. In John chapter 9 verse 4, I must walk the works of him that sent me. John 9 4. Why it is day? John 9 4. The night cometh when no man, John 9 4, can walk. The night, I must walk the works of him that sent me. Listen. For everyone seated here, there will be the night season. When you cannot jump the way you used to jump. When you cannot shout the way you used to shout. When you cannot run the way you used to run. The difference between that night season and this time is your commitment now. There will be a time that you cannot even fast again. Am I communicating? There will be a time that... You want to fast, but your health cannot carry you to fast again. I'm not sure you understand what I'm saying. You can't fast again. There will be a time that you cannot even pray for 30 minutes again because of your age. And maybe because of your health. And maybe because of your body. There will be a time like that. But 
as we are now. The difference between the ninth hour and this early hour or the mid-time now is our commitment to God. Our commitment to God. There was a woman. She, those days she would fast on Monday, on Wednesday, on Friday. When she became, she was entering into her sixties. The doctors had to advise, advise her that please reduce your fast because it was causing her pain and an ulcer. So reduce it to a day. Later, the doctors had to advise her when she got to her uh, uh, late sixties. Uh, please, if you want to live long. Don't fast again. Will you tell me that that woman is not committed? She's committed. Because the night comments when no man can walk again. Jesus was super committed. Even at the cross, he was committed. At the cross, he asked for water. They gave him what? Vinegar. At the cross, they insulted him. If you are Christ, if you are God, deliver yourself. At the cross, at that time, he could have gotten angry and said, I am not dying again. They have insulted me, but he was committed. The purpose why he came was to seek and to save the lost. And he was committed to it. Even unto what? Unto death. To death. Another one from the scripture, another person from the scripture is Ruth. I'm sure that is what we stopped that day. Ruth. In Ruth chapter 1 from verse 16 to 17. The story of Ruth is a very interesting story because she was from the Moabites. She was not an Israelite. Elimelech got married to Naomi. Elimelech gave birth to Malon and Shilon. Elimelech left Bethlehem of Judea, the house of bread, when there was scarcity of bread in the house of bread, and went to where? Moab. And when they got to Moab, Elimelech died. After some years, Malon died. Shilon died. But they already had their wives, Opa and Ruth. So Naomi called Opa and Ruth and said, even if I give birth to a child now, when will the child grow up? When will you marry this child? Please go to your father's house. In verse 16, Chapter 1, Ruth, chapter 1, for verse 16. Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you. It should be chapter, it should be chapter 16. Uh-huh. It's the media that wants to confuse me. Chapter 16. Entreat me not to leave you or turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. Go, and wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God shall be my God. This is a summary of commitments. She was not an Israelite. She was what? A Moabite. That's why she said, your people shall be my people. Your God shall be my God. This is a summary of commitments. She never knew where Naomi was going to, but she was committed to Naomi. She was committed to the mother-in-law. Naomi said, I am going back to Israel. She said, I will go with you. Where you die, I die. Where you lodge, I lodge. Ah, that is commitment. That is commitment. That is commitment. Verse 17. Give us verse 17. 
Where thou diest, I die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me. And more also, if all but death part thee and me. This is a summary of commitment. She followed this mother-in-law, Naomi. Followed her to Israel. Never knew what would become of her. Never knew what would be. You know, from this scripture you understand something. They are sold all their property before leaving Bethlehem of Judea. To relocate to Moab for greener pasture. It's just for example, somebody that is living in Nigeria now and is going to, let's say, US, he will sell his car. Some people will even sell their building. Have you seen someone, a building of 30 million because he wants to relocate? Say, give me 20 million. Me, I've seen a car that was like 4 million. Say, give me 2 million. I don't need it again. You will stay in your country. I'm going. Because they know that where they are going, if they stay for one year, they can organize themselves and be better. Am I communicating? So let's just assume that they sold everything. And Naomi was saying, I am going back. And when Naomi got back, people asked, is this Naomi? That should be chapter, uh, verse 18 or 19. Please check for me. Is this Naomi? People were asking. Yes, verse 19. Now the two of them went till they came to Bethlehem. And it happened when they had come to Bethlehem that all the city was excited. They saw them afar off. But something happened because of them. And the women said, Is this Naomi? The frustration of life has shown in her face. The Naomi they knew before was not the Naomi they could see again because suffering was written over her face. Frustration was written over her face. Calamity was written over her face. Struggle, pain was written over her. And they asked a question. Is this Naomi This Naomi, to tell you that she never even knew what would become of her. But they got there. But this woman was committed. From the scripture, if you read your Bible, Ruth was mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Yes or yes? Yes! Because of commitment. How can a Moabite be mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus. Why? Because a lady was committed to the cause. In this generation, can we still find faithful women, faithful ladies that will say, I die for Jesus. It pays to serve Jesus. I speak from my heart. He always be with us if we do our part. There's nothing in this wide world than pleasures. There's peace and contentment and serving the Lord. I love him more better than days of. I serve him more beautifully than ever before. I'll do as he beats me. Whatever the cause, I be a true soldier. I die. I die at my post. It's a pity that what we see today is just young ladies after fashion. They are not ready to die for Jesus. They have not been sold. Their soul have not been sold. For Jesus. When your soul is sold to Jesus, you are committed to him. Others may do it, but a committed child of God cannot try it. Others. Others may do it. Things we must be committed to. Number one. Number one. Let us go to Matthew chapter 6. 
verse 33. Committed to God. You must be committed to God and his church. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So when we are talking about commitment to God, it means commitment to spiritual things, to Christ and his church. What does this mean? Number one, it means loving God with all your hearts. I'm not starting to this lecture. I had to do a, you know, we went on break for two weeks. So a good teacher has to refresh our memory. Number one, it means, it means to love God with all your heart. When you say you are committed to God and you don't love God with your heart, that is not commitment. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. You know why the scripture says with all thy heart first? Because when you start from your heart, your soul will align. Your strength will align. It means loving God with all your hearts. Do you love the Lord with your hearts? In your hearts. Are there some areas that is reserved for the devil? In your heart. Are there some areas that is reserved for the world in your heart? Are there some areas that is reserved for the gods of this world in your heart? Or all your heart just love the Lord? It's a pity that some people say, I love the Lord with my heart. But there's some place in their heart that is reserved for the flesh. Reserved for sin. Reserved, reserved for sin. I was talking to somebody this afternoon and was talking about their church, the church in worship. And he said, people don't love themselves in that church. And I asked him why. He began to give the example. He said, people say they love brother A with their hearts. But when they go at the back, they begin to speak against that brother. They begin to speak against the leadership. And I asked him, I said, how do you think you can correct this? I, I, he could not answer my question. I said, the best way you can correct this is you don't join them. Then to you, secondly, when you see those things, correct them. And number three, talk to your pastor about it so that they will not win you to their side. Let's love the law with our hearts. Let's love the law with our hearts. I was telling somebody that this, this life does not have part two. There's no duplicate in this life. There's no second chance. It is appointed to every man to do what? To die. After that what? Let's love the Lord with our hearts. Let's, let's let our hearts be sold out to the Lord. Do you know that if you want to commit sin, it starts from the heart. It starts from the heart. You begin to imagine it from your heart. Number two, it means complete obedience to God. What does it mean to be committed to God or to be committed to Christ and his church? It means complete obedience to God. Matthew chapter 4. 19 to 20. Matthew 4, 19 to 20. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Verse 20. And straight away they left their nets and followed him. And straight away. They left their nets and followed him. Total obedience. They didn't question the master. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And, 
and the street away left their nets and followed him. They have nets, not just one. They followed him. Total obedience. A man of God said that half obedience is not complete obedience and is not accepted by God. He told, is it King Saul, when he gave him an instruction and Saul removed the big goats and the fat goats, the ones that are good and kept it and said he wanted to use it for sacrifice. He said to obey is better than sacrifice. The Lord help us. Number three, it means complete trusting in his word. It means to completely trust in his word. Psalm 37 verse 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Trust in his word. And all of us seated here or it might not be all. We've gotten to a junction that we don't have any other alternative except this God. I was talking to somebody last week and we're talking about some pastors that has that are fake and they have turned this work to a business. And one of the pastors said, It is too late for us to join that clique. And one of the brothers said, He said, Pastor, after 40 years in the law, it is too late. He said, Don't late. Trust God, trust His word. Forever, O Lord, thy word is what? Set you. Please look at me. For all the elders here, and somebody is telling you that there is a shrine that you come about at this time. Is it not too late? <laughs> look how I that it is. too late. Something you did not do. When you are, is it now? But can I shock you? Can I shock you? That even those that you thought should know the truth are bind down to other gods. Telling you the truth. Those that you think that you know that God is a jealous God. He cannot share his glory with anyone. They are the worst. They are bind down to other gods. Other gods. To other gods. I remember some years ago, a lady had a, a, a challenge. The more we pray, the more it looks as if it's not being answered. But I know God answers. He can either tell you yes, no, wait. As you pray, he has answered. Did I tell you yes, no, or wait, or overflow before you call? He answers. You know, there's, there are some prayers that you don't even pray and you see answer. That's the one they call overflow. That's good. So the more this lady was praying, looks as if then a lady in church, a mother in church said, Come, come, come. Let me take you somewhere. That place. You only buy like two goats. The pastor will pray for you. And you'll be okay. And the lady said, which kind of church is that that before they will pray for me, they will take goats. He said, ah, my sister, <laughs> you know, heaven help those that help themselves. Have you had that one before? It's not in the scripture. It's not in the word of God. Heaven help those that help themselves. No be church, we go travel. And when we travel, the Baba will take the blood of that and do the concussion for you. You go chop and you go do okay. Ah! 
the woman said, if God cannot help me, let me die. God cannot help me. It's too late. It's too late. But there are still some people in the church that still visit Babalao. <laughs> Someone say, is it possible? Ah, <laughs> Daddy and mommies, my brother and my sister, very possible, over possible. On this altar, I have prayed for somebody that has gone to Babalao's house. This church, this church. Not another person, this church. This church, this church. As the person came, I said, wait. Where did you go to? Daddy. No one decides saying daddy. No say. I say better talk. When this way, when this way, when not church you, not church you. A full member is standing and what is sitting. Listen to me. Trust in God. It might look as if it's been delayed. But it cannot be denied. It might be paining you that it's not coming when it's... I tell people, sometimes when it is coming late, it is coming in a great way. Sometimes, when it is coming late, it is coming what? In a great way. Trust God. Trust is what. Don't look for alternatives. A committed child of God does not look for alternatives. Some trust in horses. Some trust in childhood. We do what? Trust in the Or somebody to look at me and say there is another alternative. That person has wasted his time. This God that I call upon and he answers. Uh-uh. The scripture is complete. Oh. Let him that thinketh his stand. Take. Take what? Take what? That it is. Be careful. Watch. Watch. Lest he fall. The same scripture says the first will become what? The last will become May that prophecy not be fulfilled in our life. When somebody that has been rooted in the word of God now begin to condemn tithes. Now begin to condemn offering. Now begin to condemn coming together. Something is wrong with that person. Backsliding does not start in a day. It starts what? Gradual. Let's move. To be committed to God means to be faithful to the end. To be faithful to the end. There will be challenges, there will be trials, there will be temptation. But you must be faithful to the end. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. Fear not of these things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. But be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. This is a song to say, that overcome it. He that overcome it. He that overcome it shall wear the crown of life. Oh, he that oh, he that overcome it. He that overcome oh he that overcome shall wear the crown of life 
That crown of life that overcome all men. That overcome That overcome shall wear the crown of life. Oh, may the Lord help us. What does it mean? To be committed to God. It means carrying our cross and following Jesus Christ. You carry your cross, you follow the master. In that cross, there is pain. In that cross, there is tribulation. In that cross, there are thorns. In that cross, there are things that will make you cry. In that thorns, there are things that will make you Ask questions. But you must carry your cross and follow Christ. Matthew chapter 16 verse 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Follow me. That is commitment. It's paining you, but you are following him. It's painful, but you cannot deny him. You are following him. Some of us, now only clothes cover us. If you open up to people what you are passing through, so the people that are asking money from you will cry for you. That might be your cross for now. But listen to me. There is no cross that God cannot hand you. Let me show you something. A cross is like this. The sign like a plus. Do you understand what I'm saying? Please follow me. Do you understand what, what I'm saying? When you carry it, when you carry it, and you become successful, just like the cross of Jesus, it will turn. What will it turn to? Multiplication. Some of you don't understand what I'm saying. What is this? Cross plus. When you overcome, when they turn it, what does it turn to? Multiplication. When Jesus died, everyone on earth thought that it is what? Over. Finished. But the third day, when he resurrected, you are the proof. 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 That is what? Multiplication. Commitment, even in that cross, you know that the master is coming. That one day this cross will turn to multiplication. That I cannot carry this body for long. Even if it does not deliver me, I will reign with him. Let's not let's not let's not forget that Jesus is coming very soon. Very, very soon. Let's rush. How can one be committed to Christ and his church? How can one be committed to Christ and his church? Number one. By soul winning or evangelism. Soul winning or evangelism. is a pity that a lot of people don't even go for evangelism again. They are contented with just where they are. Matthew chapter 28, 19 to 20. Go ye. Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Go ye therefore and teach all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things. Wherefore I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you. Always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Listen to me. If you want to show a proof of commitment. When they call for evangelism. Come. 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 We'll soon start talking about evangelism. 
Sustar, Sartok in a Bible and Genesis. Sars and Mars. When you do the work of God, God will do your work. Especially the work of soul winning. There is this joy. I can't explain it. There is this joy that comes when you go to preach the gospel. How many of you understand what I'm saying? There's this joy. You know, the, the disciples, they began to rejoice. They began to rejoice that the enemy submitted, that miracles happened. He said, don't rejoice about that too. Rejoice! Your name. So winning can open any door. So winning can make your prayers to be answered speedily. So start about so start talking about so winning. And begin to do practical on so winning. So winning, it shows that you are committed. I remember when we went for strategy trial distribution. How many youth joined us? Most of the people I saw that they are still maybe these elders here and one or two or three people. Because we are not bothered again, we are comfortable. So winning shows that you are committed to God. Say you did not choose me, I chose you. And I've chosen you so that you go and you bring them. And so that your seed will last, your fruit will last. There's power in it. Let's leave the benefits. The benefits are much. But we are looking at the commitment part. The commitment part. I beg us in the name of the Lord for everyone seated here. Anytime we call for evangelism, please come. I know somebody who says, I don't know how to preach. If you don't know how to preach, don't you know how to share trash? After we have prayed on the church, you don't know how to preach. Look for some, just carry trash. Good evening, sir. The Lord bless you. Good evening, sir. The Lord bless you. Good evening, sir. The Lord bless you. Have you not, have you not gone for so many? You've gone. God can breathe upon that trash. And that person will put it in his bag or in his wallet. And in the middle of the night, the person might not be able to sleep and brings it out. And the person will repent, go on his knees and confess that Jesus is Lord. The mark of, one of the mark of commitment will continue from here next week. One of the mark that you are committed to God is so winning. So winning. Souls are precious to God. So they must be precious to us. The question is, when last did you tell somebody that Jesus saved? We must not wait until the, until the church call for evangelism. When last did you tell someone that Jesus saved? And one of the purpose of our cell units is to get down to the grassroots to tell someone that Jesus saves. Let's bow down our heads for years. He that overcome, he that overcome, he that overcome, shall wear the crown of life. The crown of life. He that overcome Kavashata. Oh, he that overcome Amen. shall wear the crown. He that overcome He, he, he that overcome he that overcome, he, he, he that overcome, come, oh, he that overcome, oh, man, shall win. 
He that overcometh. He, he that overcometh. He that overcometh. Oh, that overcome shall wear a crown. Go to God and say, Father, help me to be committed. It's one of the good, godly character. As your servant, as a pastor, Father, help me to be committed to this course. I don't want to be a lazy pastor. I don't want to be an hireling. As a member, oh Lord, help me to be committed. Help me. I don't want to be a wheelbarrow Christian that they will begin to drag me to church. I get offended any, anyhow. Oh Lord, help me. Oh Lord, help me. Oh Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. Baba, help me. Help me to be committed to my department. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Help me to be committed to evangelism. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Father, we have heard your word tonight. Your word has come to reprove us, to correct us, to instruct us, to make us better Christians. Father, we ask that you help us. That you help us. We ask the Lord that wherever we need to make amends, Father, help us to do that. In the name of Jesus. That the last day we will hear, welcome, ye saints of God. Come into the bosom of the maker. Thank you, precious Father. We also pray for every member of this church. Help every member to be committed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen and amen. We'll continue next week with this commitment as a godly character. We'll continue. The Lord give us grace. So it's for both the hearer and the speaker. The Lord give us grace. The Lord give us grace. The Lord give us grace. Thank you for coming.